You don't need a high-end designer or a lot of money to get a luxe look. Be your own interior designer with big design, small budget. Here's your host, Betsy Helmuth. Creating a great look is also about setting the right mood. And I love getting sexy in my kitchen. And today, that's what we're talking about with an expert, Shani Delamore, who owns Appetite for Seduction. She hosts sexy couples cooking classes in New York City, and I want to know more about making my kitchen a sensual place to be. Shani, welcome. This is Big Design Small Budget, and I am Betsy Helmuth. Hi, Betsy. Thanks so much for having me on the show. Great to be here. As somebody who has taken a couple of your cooking classes, I want to know more about what you think is essential for creating a sensual experience in the kitchen. Awesome. Well, first of all, I think a lot of people don't think about the kitchen in a sexy way, but believe it or not, that is where all the fun happens, and so we should be sexy in the kitchen, right? So I like to talk to couples when they're getting engaged because oftentimes that's when you do all of your purchasing. You know, you go to Macy's and you have the gun, you go kind of crazy. And um, one of the things I think that's really important because your food you experience with all your five senses, okay? So you have to think, you have to do sight, you have to do smell, you have to do touch, um, hear it, and taste it. So first of all, we always eat with our eyes, okay? So your plates better look good, all right? No like weird colors. Um, personally, I like a white plate. I like just a plain, basic white plate. Um, I remember I had a friend that got blue plates and I thought, good Lord, that's going to just look so horrible. Like blue doesn't go with every color of food, you know, it just clashes it. So white plates are crucial. Also, think about your style, right? You know, I know like when you design homes, you know, we, we have a style and a feeling that, that kind of goes with it. So that's really important because if you're not like country, you can't get those plates that have that like country feel, you know, go with a sleek modern design. It's very important. So white plates, essential. Um, also, I love adding like different layers, you know. It's great to have a white plate for your um, main entree, but maybe you want to have like a, a cuter plate with salad. Still go with like a, a white basic, but try to get something fun. Like I'm sort of like eclectic, like glam style. So my side plates have gold um, crowns, like like for kings and queens and tiaras, and they're really cute. So I love doing that. Also glassware, it's important to use really nice glassware. Feel it in your mouth because you know, it's one of those things, like if you go to a restaurant and you put like a glass in your mouth and it has a thick lip, it's not sexy. It feels weird, right? That's like one of our, that's one of our senses is touch. So you want to have a thin lip because the thick ones just don't go down as smoothly. Um, also, I kind of hate plastic, okay? Plastic's just kind of cheap. It's like terrible for you. I do have a kid and, and I do have a couple cl plastic like bowls, but they like make me cringe every time I see them. And I kind of wish, you know, I would just get some cheap ones. And if he breaks them, I'm okay with that. Cause I sort of think that plastic has, there's no, there's nothing sexy about plastic, right? The other thing about a sexy kitchen is, I hate to say it, but cleanliness, you know, clear off the countertops, get things, put things away, hide it. Um, don't go crazy with tons of colors. Cause you know, like you can get, you know, your, your mixer and, red you can get your toaster and green no like reel it in people like just go basic okay <laughs> betsy i'm 
totally going to agree with you on the refrigerator magnet thing, right? Like no magnets. Um, Sometimes this is one of those uh, categories you get into where two opinions collide, okay? Especially in my case, my husband, everywhere he goes, I mean, even like visiting my family in Upland, California, he bought a magnet, okay? Good Lord, we have a magnet explosion on our kitchen. And sometimes you lose these battles, okay? It's not that sexy, but I guess, you know, keeping the husband is sexy, right? But anyway, if you can get rid of the magnets, highly recommend that. Also, get something green. Like, have something alive, in your kitchen like it's fun I mean get a get one of those like cool herb gardens get you know some Chinese bamboo get something green because kitchens need life you know it needs like that like life happening in there Um, and I'm also a big fan of having nice elements you know get something really fancy for your salt and pepper shaker have um have really nice silverware. I mean, silverware is one of those things you're going to buy once, okay? Like, go for it. Spend money. Make sure it's heavy. Make sure it feels well. Make sure it doesn't um, tarnish or it doesn't get rusted. Like, use good silverware. So I have a question. You're, you're mentioning getting these basic plates in white that are really classic. You're mentioning this good silverware. What are some brands that you're really into? Where do you shop for silverware? Where do you shop for plates? I actually kind of got, I think when I got married, I did Crate and Barrel. Like they have very good like basic white. Mine is like super basic white. But all those like other fun things, like for instance, fun. Like I like to have really fun napkins and I am a big fan of cloth napkins. Okay. I'm not, I'm like, yes, I'm green, but I just think cloth napkins are nicer. They're way nicer. And so I like to get fun things. And honestly, because I like to mix it up a bit, like I'll go to TJ Maxx or, or Home Goods or whichever one, you know, is more av- available. Or I live in New York City. So Century 21 is lots of fun because that way you can kind of move things in and out and keep your, your kitchen and your life feeling like exciting with new, you know, new napkins, like yay, or new, coffee mugs. I mean, I drink coffee and I want my mug nice because I drink it so often. Like I want a fancy coffee mug. Like I like that. Um, And so I just, just, you know, you can mix basics with like sort of, you know, fancier items. I think it's like a nice mix that way. Yeah. I recently went from all Ikea plates, uh, which broke really easily and chipped really easily. And even though they were white and I never worried about them when I had guests, I was like, oh, it's fine if it breaks. But now I upgraded because I had this really good gift certificate to Pottery Barn. And those plates are heavy and they never chip and they look great. And I'm just proud. And you're making meals every day. You're eating off of them if you're in my home every single day. And it makes a big difference. It does. You know, one of the things I kind of loved about my mom was she always used the nice stuff. And I mean, that was back in a time when families well plus we lived in california so we had tons of space but families had multiple sets of dishes you know you had your daily dishes or your fancy ones and my mom you know she mixed that stuff up all the time and we never used plastic we never god forbid would ever use a paper plate and i am sorry but i can't even do that either i just i i i like 
using luxury items on a daily basis because you know what Christmas is once a year and you might as well like use fancy stuff and make your your nights romantic because how else are you going to get sexy if like the night isn't set for it you know you got to set the candles you got to put some flowers on the table got to turn off turn on the funky music right <laughs> so i have a question i have even though i live in a pretty sizable house my kitchen is very narrow and i always think it's a great idea to cook with my partner or invite him into the kitchen because it's not a place he would go without an invitation i think sometimes you have to talk their language right like men are not like woo salad like that's not their language okay what i do like is something that's their language like pizza right totally a dude's language like men love pizza um there is this killer pizza maker that's at williams sonoma it's by breville it's like two hundred dollars it's it's pricey but honest to god it is a stone like pizza making thing it is amazing you can just buy your pizza dough like at whole foods or trader joe's whatever and then that's when the fun comes in because i also think a fun way to like experience eating together is sort of either cooking for each other or making what you really love. Now, why pizza is so awesome, because first of all, they're small. You know, you're, you're not making, you know, a Domino's extra large pizza. You're making a, a one-person teeny pizza or even smaller at a time. So that way, your husband could surprise you with what he thinks you would love or you could surprise him with what you think he would love. You know, you chop up the toppings, you put onions and mushrooms and peppers and add your, you know, pepperoni or whatever you want. Get that all ready in small little bowls and then just have like a pizza party with each other. And of course you better have some wine because, or beer, because that will make the party so much more fun. But you know what? It's really hard to kind of convince somebody to do something that they're not into. So if you start to speak their language, you know, another language men like is um, chicken parmesan. Okay? I My swear. My husband loves chicken parmesan. He's the pickiest eater in the whole wide world. The fact that you just said chicken parmesan, I think he heard us from miles away and just lit up like a Christmas tree. No, I am not joking. Men love that. I ask everybody at the end of the night their food fantasies, and I cannot tell you how many times chicken parmesan has been in a man's food fantasy. So on that note, if you really want to get your husband or your partner very excited about being in the kitchen, another fantasy that men always have is the woman in heels naked with the apron on like no joke they want that I mean if you have kids running around maybe throw on a pair of panties but like men love that stuff and I think that we never really do that because maybe we feel insecure or we're like oh it's just you know it's just pizza or just another night but it really will make date night a lot more fun if you just get a little naked <laughs> okay I'm just God. First That's of all, it. you can be naked. It's okay, honey. It's okay. I didn't see that coming. Um, it's not that kind of show, Shaney. No, it definitely is that kind of show. Um, but I don't want to get like splashed on. That's why you have the apron. Don't worry, but you it's have so the apron. Hot and like the stove is hot and there's fire and well, you're you're actually taking more clothes off. Okay, so you have no your argument is like failing. I'm sorry. Get naked, girl. <laughs> on that note, we are gonna shoot to commercial. I'm gonna stop blushing and and we'll be right back with more food fantasies and more sexy kitchen tips with Shaney Delamore. Do you love learning about design? Do you wish you could take a deeper dive into the topics we discuss every week on my podcast? You can! 
I offer online design classes. Just head to the website bigdesignsmallbudget.com and you can check out my online classes there. I offer three different courses, one in feng shui, one in styling, and one that focuses on furniture selection, size, etc. Choose from those classes or take all three and get a copy of my book for free. Each class is $40 or get that combo pack with the book, three classes, and the book mailed to your home for $90. Mention promo code PODCAST to get 15% off your entire order. Check out my classes, learn more, empower yourself so that you can go shopping with confidence and design a space that looks uniquely you while having optimum flow. Check it out at bigdesignsmallbudget.com. And we are back with Shani Delamore from Appetite for Seduction. We just left off talking about nude food fantasies. Let's segue <laughs> to something else. I want to hear, we heard about your must-haves for dining rooms. What are some must-haves for the kitchen itself in terms of tools or gadgets? Tell me. Okay. So I live in a New York City apartment. Like space is critical, okay? So I don't have every single gadget out there. Um, what I like to have is a great knife. Okay. Now, if both of you are cooking, you need to have two. You just need a, a chef's knife. Um, Henkel's is a great brand. There's a French style and Japanese style. Get whatever works for you. I like the Japanese one. Get two, you know, so that your partner actually can do some work. Um, you need a serrated knife and you might need like a paring knife. You don't really need that whole huge box set. Um, you just, you barely ever use them, you know, unless you're like, or doing some extensive crazy cooking, but for basics, that's what you need. I would definitely buy like four, even with a small apartment, um, baking sheets, because you use that stuff like crazy. If you can afford the silk pads, go for it. If not, you get yourself some um, foil and parchment paper. Must have in everybody's kitchen. Parchment paper is great for cooking. Nothing sticks to it. It's amazing. I have a hand mixer. Um, I have a blender. Blenders are amazing, okay? You can make hollandaise sauce in a blender you can make mayonnaise in a blender you can make whipped cream in a blender you can make tons of stuff in a blender salsa it's amazing what brand of blender does it matter well honestly i i like to definitely get a glass cup you know like or the whatever the pitcher thing because the plastic ones are gross and it absorbs like the color and smell um i i get like this hamilton beach one like for about a hundred dollars it's like a really good value you know and i know everybody's like really into these crazy expensive ones um you know those are cool too just depends what you're looking for this is like basic blending this is not like smooth you know this is not um like juicing blending you know it's a two different things definitely um, a good peeler. I swear in my classes, people are like, wow, this is such a good peeler. And I'm thinking, okay, you must have had your peeler for a hundred years because you never replace those. And think about it. If you can't sharpen it, how it, it sucks, right? So you might want to replace a good peeler every two years. It's, it's a weird thing, but it, it makes a huge difference. Okay. Good cutting boards. Um, that makes a big difference. Guys, keep in mind, I will have all of Shaney's favorite picks from 
plateware to silverware to all of these kitchen gadgets on our website. I've actually changed our podcast website to affordableinteriordesign.com slash podcast. So you'll still find it at Big Design Small Budget where we're reverting over to affordableinteriordesign.com slash podcast to keep it all in one place. And so all of Shaney's top picks will be on the podcast page. Now that I've given you time to think about that ideal cutting board, Shaney, tell us, plastic or what? Okay, um, there's sort of like a there's like a whole world out there about about cutting boards. The wood ones kind of suck because you can't put them in the dishwasher, and that means you have to scrub them. And then there's like you know like smashed in food, and it's kind of yucky. Say it's it's one of those tricky situations. There's a cutting board out there that is like some recycled material, and I can't think of the name of it, but I will tell you about it, and it will be posted. But it is pretty amazing because you can put them in the dishwasher and it is not wood. And it is, they are no joke expensive too, of course, right? Because you're getting all these wonderful benefits. But anyway, that's a very must have. Um, I like to have a um, food processor. There's a lot to be done, especially come like holidays. You know, there's a lot to be done with a food processor. And I like to have a mixer. So those are like the two biggest things. Like I don't have a toaster I like the pizza maker because I have a three-year-old and come on, who doesn't have fun with pizza? Now, I want to go back to that pizza maker really quickly. It's just a pizza stone. No, it's a pizza maker. What does that mean? So it's an electronic appliance. It's a decent size. Okay, you plug it into the wall. It has two stones, like a bottom stone. So it's like um, kind of like a waffle maker, imagine, right? So you close it up. Okay, but it and it holds all the heat in and the bottom is a like a marble or some stone. It's amazing. Like it is no joke amazing. It is like what I buy everybody when they get married. It's amazing. What else? I have um, a gadget that I use. It's actually called a strawberry huller. Um, it is like a $3 thing, but it is magical because it takes the holes out of strawberries and the whole out of tomatoes and it's kind of awesome, believe it or not. Um, glass measuring cups are the way to go because you really need those um measuring cups are like super awesome mixing bowls are great i feel like i have a fairly complete kitchen now yeah. after talking to you even though i do need that uh that pizza maker but let's segue again because when i came to your class the favorite thing that we did both times is we made amazing desserts and it was you know the end of the experience but it's also there's something about sweet and sensuality and dessert is kind of decadent and fun and funny so it just really lends itself to romance tell me about one of your favorite class experiences with dessert well dessert's really fun you know one of the things that we do I said was these food fantasies and I, I I learn a lot like believe it or not like did you know that there is a game that you play where you take skittles or m&ms depending on you know whatever Whatever your partner likes. So visualize this dessert, okay? I'm laying there naked. Uh, My husband puts M&Ms all over my body because he likes M&Ms more than Skittles. I'm blindfolded. And then I say to him, uh, red. And so he has to eat off a red M&M from my body. So I don't know where the red M&M is. And then I get a little like nibble from my body. Kind of awesome, kind of simple dessert. We're not actually making anything, but it is really fun. And I think that's kind of like the best way to have dessert, right? (laughs) I'm officially blushing again. Uh, Yeah, yeah. 
Excellent. Maybe we'll do a Reese's Pieces thing in my house. Well, yeah, Reese's Pieces are good. I mean, of course you can make something really easy. One of the favorite things I like to make is um, I warm up cream. You can infuse it if you want with like chili pepper and cinnamon and some um, coffee, clove, that kind of thing. Just warm that up in the cream and chop up some really good dark chocolate and then slowly strain the cream over the chocolate. Go a little bit at a time because I'm not telling you quantities. So like stir it, add like a couple, like two tablespoons at a time. And when it gets like a consistency like honey, it's done. And sprinkle like a touch of sea salt on top and then that is your instant chocolate fondue. And you can put bananas or whatever on, you know, in it and feed each other. And then, you know, it's instant dessert, so simple. I feel like we're on this tear of food fantasies. Yes. So, Shaney, while I'm imagining my husband covered in Reese's Pieces, tell me <laughs> about your favorite food fantasy before we go. Okay. Well, it, it kind of involves like sort of my, my um, kitchen fantasy, okay? So I visualize a giant marble kitchen table, okay? Like white, like beautiful marble, like this giant slab. And there I am laying on it. I am blindfolded. My husband has a warm, like, squirt bottle of coconut oil. Okay, sorry guys, this is happening, okay? And he massages me all over with the coconut oil. And while I'm blindfolded, he'll put little things in my mouth, like a strawberry, a piece of chocolate, a glass of champagne. And then it's just very relaxing on this like cold marble surface. So it's a little S&M, right? So it's a little, like little pleasure pain going on there. But anyway, that is my fantasy. And when you come design my apartment with my giant marble table, I will let you know when it happens. <laughs> nice. Well, guys, hopefully that's got you thinking about your sexy kitchen and your fantastic food fantasies. Thank you, Shaney, so much for joining us. Thanks, Betsy. It's been great, and I hope everybody adds a little sex to their kitchen. Why not? Not only are you an amazing friend of mine, you were also one of my first clients, and I designed your apartment years ago with hand-sewn curtains and <laughs> hand-painted murals back when I was a new, new designer. Uh -oh. oh, and you know, that is something that I what? meant to say, because, so Betsy drew these sort of like gold starbursts on the painting in the backdrop of my kitchen, and I love that because I felt like that represented me so much and it was like that special touch of like me. So that was one thing that I think made my kitchen really sexy was that it was a really like, it was unexpected and really special, but it also was very glamorous and it made me feel so like happy being in that kitchen. I love that. I really love that. So if you can add that like extra spark to your kitchen somehow, that's what I would do. A chandelier, I don't know, something, you know, fancy. Mm -hmm. Or if that's your thing, right? Right. So maybe think about translating a little element of your personal style into the decor of your kitchen, even if you can't redo your entire kitchen. Exactly. Yeah, I think that's a great idea. In my kitchen, I moved in and it's pretty much as is, but the tiles on the backsplash did not resonate with me in any way. So I paid somebody to just change out those tiles. And now I have tiles from floor to ceiling. I really went bold with the tile. Floor to ceiling, blue, they're like hand glazed and they just add this visual pop that took my very simple kitchen that I had done nothing with when we moved in into something that feels personalized to me. Every time I go in and look at those tiles, 
I just really feel like it's my kitchen, even though that was the only thing I changed. I love it. Yeah. It makes a big difference. Yeah. So so there we go, guys. Hopefully we've inspired you today. And like I said, you can find Shaney at appetiteforseduction.com. She's on Instagram. She's on Facebook. And of course, you can reach out to her via email. What's your preferred email address, Shaney? Info, very exciting, at appetitesforseduction.com. So I'll have all her contact information on our new podcast page on affordableinteriordesign.com. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you to my amazing producer, Catherine Heller, Aton and the Embassy, our house band, and finally to Affordable Interior Design, our sponsor, the premier place to get amazing design on a budget. Till next time, guys. See you later. Walking the streets like